One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Caroline Barnes, welcome back. Welcome back to the Emma Gunn Show. (laughs) How are you? I'm very well and um, very pleased to be able to see you actually and talk to you. As you said, I was sitting or lying on your floor the first time we did our first ever podcast together (laughs) because as you told me, I was really nervous. I did this kind of nervous cough thing. And as you can probably see, I've got that like rash going up my neck now. <laughs> You're my friend. I don't know why I feel nervous talking to you, but you just sort of become aware of yourself, don't you? I guess. Please don't be nervous. Last time I saw you, I have actually seen you more recently than I've seen the majority of people because you came over and we went for a long walk in the park, which was lovely. Your park is mm. so lovely. We got lost. And we went through <laughs> a and we went through a rose garden. We went everywhere, had such a varied terrain. It was brilliant. I know, it was muddy, then it was ornamental gardens, nice. And it was just before autumn really settled in, so it was actually lots of beautiful flowers in those gardens. Yeah, we took a picture. I think you got a picture of us, haven't you, in the flowery arbour? Yes, that's true. (laughs) Socially distanced. And then you said, I'm just going to take something off your back. And I think there was some horrible, hideous, creepy crawly just on the back of my t-shirt and, and I went what was it and you went nothing nothing much but I could tell by your face that I think it nearly ate me those walks and my friends and family have been my savior literally mm. to walk to walk to walk and talk and to keep walking and talking has been brilliant I have to say I know in fact I'm trying to incorporate it a bit more now still socially distanced but tomorrow morning my walk I'm doing it in Green Park with a friend, socially distanced, coffee, croissant, just catching up. Yeah, so important. And I'm one of those annoying people who will call you rather than text you. <laughs> so I know no one likes to be called because I just like to hear someone's voice and I can't do, I'm not a very quick typist and, you know, I like to see people talk to them. I yes. like miss that so much, missed it so much. Mm. That will be one of my feel-good habits, actually. Miss. Well, so you're back <laughs> on the show, and for listeners who, because it was a long time ago, it's been about three years ago that you came on the podcast. So I was are, like in the first of the top ten or something, wasn't I? Oh, yeah. Very, very, very early yeah. doors. Yeah. And so I think I was probably have... still having to do that thing of, so a podcast is like an audio interview. <laughs> You had your big headphones on. Now, now you're really cool with your Apple little earpods. <laughs> you had no. your big kind of like outer. 
I still have those somewhere because I feel like Maverick and Top Gun, the big red headphones. They were very cheap, but they just made me feel like I know what I'm doing. Um, So you are a makeup artist. You are an influencer. Oh, I don't know. I, I, quite, I think it's more of a public service. You know, I, I, it is a public service. I'm a makeup artist. I'm a lover of all things beauty. Um, I love making people feel good about themselves. Part of the job. That's helpful, isn't it, to have that <laughs> degree as a makeup artist. Um, and it's kind of just the way we communicate now, isn't it? And um, I'm working less because of COVID. Um, but I'm still working more on a kind of um, social level than I ever have done, which is great. Um, but I really, really, really miss my day job. Mm. You but must be tough. I've kind of got this focus, Emma. I'm waiting for the daffodils to come out of the ground. And when those daffs come out and they spread their yellow gorgeousness everywhere, we'll be done. We'll be over it. We'll have the vaccine. We'll be out and about. We'll be planning holidays. Whoop, whoop. I'm kind of just thinking, like holding my nose, thinking, oh, when are we going to go down again? Down again, and then we've got to come up again. That's where I'm at. So I'm sort of waiting to do my second deep dive. Um, yeah. How the heck we're going to go, I don't know, but we will, because we've done it before. This is fine. You're absolutely <laughs> correct. We did it in the summer, though. So we have to gird our loins a little bit for winter, don't we? Especially in the UK. Yes. Well, I've bought a gazebo. I've bought some extra fairy lights and I've got an outdoor heater and I'm strapping it down. In my head, I had this kind of like Ibiza flapping kind of cotton things in my head that would all sit round. I'm going to get the umbrella over the barbecue. That's actually probably not that good for health and safety, is it? I'll cover the barbecue with something. And I thought we could do like some sort of outdoor dining, eating thing with possible friends coming down the side alley I've got a side alley so that's quite good so that's good how to know. yeah good to always come down the side alley with me um so yeah I'm hoping to survive like that because um one of my habits is or are my friends my people I am I don't I don't want to describe myself as like an energy sucker but I am thoroughly um recharged when I see yourself my friends and I have quite zany friends quite mental friends I have a lot of friends which I'm truly grateful for um from when I was very young to to new friends that come into my life and they're all a bit mental like we all take the piss out of ourselves <laughs> but that's what I've learned you just have to do don't you and but just I... laugh laugh yourself till you wet your pants and then you've had a great day <laughs> but I think that you see I think that you see people's extravagances and I think that you notice things about people that maybe others don't because I remember when you came over for that walk you said to me you've got so many funny quirks Emma (laughs) do you remember (laughs) because I said because you've already mentioned on the podcast you've already said we walked through this it was essentially this very pretty covered walkway with lots of uh, flowers it's like a basically it's a big arch and it's a path (laughs) And we went is to go. National Trust House? Is it a National Trust House, the one that we looked at where they have the weddings in? I think so. I just walk mm. around it and through. No, it's I know, I know. I'm not very good at that sort of stuff. And you just instantly went to walk through it. And I said, Oh, I've never walked through this before. And you were really shocked. And I said, Oh, I just wouldn't do it without someone else. And you said, You've got so many funny quirks, Emma. And I remember thinking, Do I? <laughs> 
No, not unlike you to overthink it. <laughs> See, another one. Zing. So well, I think yeah, you notice I mean, things about people. I do love people. I am fascinated by people. I don't know whether it's just because I'm quite nosy, but I do find layers of ourselves, our, the layers of a human being, incredible because we are all so different and we can be dynamic on so many levels and I can look at something god I really envy that you're able to do that or be like that but I'm not like that but I'm like this and it's just you know it's people are always teaching you or entertaining you in some way aren't they but it's just sense of humor is is everything I love a giggle do you think a lot of that is why you're good at your job or do you think that you are able to be like that because of your job because I think makeup artists are often the heart of a shoot so if you have a photographer and their assistants and a makeup artist and a hairstylist and a stylist and the talent, the makeup artist is usually the one who, if you took them to one side and you said, how's today going? They would give you the most accurate answer about where everyone's head was at and how everyone was feeling about the shoot. Was that something that you were good at before or do you think that's a skill that you've developed whilst being in the role? Well, doing it so long, I can't remember what I was before, like before, but it's definitely something that a skill that you obviously improve at and I suppose I've got I do pride myself of being sort of quite intuitive and I think I'm quite emotionally intelligent um but I just gravitate to people I feel people and you know I can also feel people think oh, no 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 need to stay away that's you're going to lead me down a path I don't want to go down I, that's not fine but mostly I suppose I and I'm very much a hugger and a toucher which again has been horrendous in this time because I'm like um and I guess maybe it's just who I am I suppose I don't know but yes I like I'm interested in people and yeah I've, I've found the perfect perfect job I'm forever grateful that I I didn't really know when I was young that that was what I was going to be good at but I quite fancied it I didn't realize that it would be a, a complete happy place for me and what's been great is that having the chance having a small platform is to be able to use beauty as a source of escapism and sometimes like you say it does become on top of you because you agree to do all these things and then it becomes like oh I haven't done it and I need to be doing this and that sort of takes the joy out of it but beauty as a whole and the people that are involved in it is a, is a real escapism for me or has been throughout this time as well because I just love it. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to do to make people feel good and look good and then it's fortunate to find a job you love as well mm -hmm. because I do have friends that work and you know some earn good money some don't but it's not really what they ever really want to be doing and then there must be that sort of hole in you where you just feel oh, you know I want to never really really know what I want to do but I've I've succeeded in that so that's good mm -hmm. <laughs> one thing I can take off of this so, that so I'm proud of that you should be. And you're also really good at what you do. So your first feel-good habit is your friends. So how have you adapted and how have you navigated uh, the, the restrictions and things like that and still been able to get that feel-good energy and vibe from the people that you call your friends? So I made a little rota of, of seeing people for walks. Some, you know, the ones with dogs are easy because they're always walking. I've got quite a lot of people that I know locally that I can just walk to as well here. Um, so we go on Stressing Common, Tooting Common, Clapping Common, try and vary all the comments. For that, again, that's just something to be 
really, really grateful for. And another friends would say, listen, that's Wimbledon or, you know, down to where you were. So I kind of made that into a little routine. And um, even when we were allowed out just for an hour, um, well, I started running then, so that, that really helped. But even having that hour was just like be outside and kind of draw from nature, which I know a lot of us did. And I don't want it to sound mamby-pamby, but it really was doing that thing of just like, right, just try and calm down and walk and just reroute yourself. And um, with different friends. And also, I, you know, I just started meeting people, maybe other makeup artists. I just wanted to talk about the industry or I just wanted to talk to people because it just kind of, you know, recharged me. I just love people. Uh, jo Jones just came on the podcast and she said exactly the same thing. She said that she'd been, like when we chatted. She's a lovely lady, isn't she? She's a really lovely lady. I, I don't know. I've got so much time for her. Yeah. I've got so much time for her. But we, we, just, we ended up doing our call. We were supposed to do it in the early afternoon. And then as the day went on, we, like, she had to move, juggle it. I said, oh, actually, I can't do then. Can we do it later? So by the time we actually sat down, I think it was about six o'clock. She had a gin. <laughs> She said she was going to have a drink, so I poured myself a Cafe Patron, and it was just delightful. That's one of the quite th- good at six in the evening, Emma. Cafe Patron at six. Hmm. I'd save that for sort of later in the night. I wouldn't start with that. Hmm. I saw what I had in the house. <laughs> Fair enough. Go hard or go home. Or stay at home. <laughs> um, but she was saying that, um, and I felt it very much. Like we just, we ended up being on the phone for about three hours. We recorded an hour of it. And I had to do quite a big edit because we kept forgetting that we were, on, we were on tape. But it was so lovely. And she said in that podcast, when I see my friends, it's like I've been plugged in. And I'm just recharged yes. and re-energized. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I need people. I mean, I have a, a lovely family. I have three boys. It's a very busy household, but I need my girlfriends. I always have done. <clears throat> I've spent a lot of time investing in my friendships and um, I just need my, my friends as much as I do my family. And it's just who we are, isn't it? You sort of, you know, you are you when you're with your friends. And I just, I just love to laugh to giggle and to you know sort of empathize with everyone and we're all sort of comparing stories and then that sort of makes you feel that you're not by yourself and everyone feels the same and you know chewing the fat good at that Mm. okay so where is uh where are we at with habit number two then um well where shall we start so if we start um beginning of the day probably pro i mean it's not well First of all, can I say these are like sort of like survival techniques, aren't they? Really, feel <laughs> good habits, survival techniques. Anyway, feel first good thing, habits was a bit more optimistic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, pre and probiotics for me straight oh. away. I've got a really bad tummy, um, so I will start the day with that. And if I don't take my pre and probiotics, then um, I have issues every single day. So they have literally saved my belly. I went to see, actually it was through Nadine actually, she introduced me to Ian Marber. And I was in a bit of a pickle with my tummy. I took antibiotics for eight years because of my skin and had acne for a long time. And I just took them every day for, <laughs> for eight years. So my tummy or my gut um, is a little bit worse for wear. So I have digestive issues. So that is my first thing that I do, which makes a complete difference. Anyone else? blows up like a big old grape from time to time then they are literally everything because I can just you know I can have my wine I can have a bit of bread I can do whatever so long as I've got those in my tummy 
So what does, so prebiotics and probiotics, which ones? Are they prescribed or are they just ones that <laughs> so, you can... So I sometimes just take Optimax, the multi-strength um, ones, or the extra-strength ones. I vary. I just got some from Victoria Health, and then, I don't know where I got these from, but these are pro and pre, so that's got, like, the... I'm, show, I'm showing you. <laughs> no one's going to see. They have the food for the bacteria to feed on, as, as well as feeding your gut with a good bacteria. So that's actually a really um, good point because I think a lot of people struggle with digestive issues and I've had Ian on the show before a couple of times I've had Eve Kalinik on the show I've had uh, Dr Megan Rossi on the podcast and it's the kind of thing digestive issues are something that people put up with for years and years and just think oh I just bloat and actually it's mm. something that you can and I always really worry about saying, go and see an expert, because obviously that means paying and that is an investment. But something like digestive health, once you have someone like Ian who kind of can take a look at what's going on, they can really help you out. And, and particularly with digestive issues that lead to pain and bloating can be incredibly painful. Oh, it's really, really bad. And he was, you know... He was not, he was a last resort at all. <laughs> I got to the end of my tether and I needed proper help. I needed help because I couldn't continue like this. It was so uncomfortable. And um, he was, he, I love him because he's no nonsense. Mm. I don't like, I don't want to be told that I have to have eight types of berries every day and only drink almond milk. And I just don't have a life like that. I would love to have a life like that, but I just can't facilitate that all the time. So it felt like a no-win situation where I was never, ever going to be able to help myself. But he was like, no, you can do X, Y, and Z, and we're going to do this, that, and the other. And literally within three weeks, I was back to having a flat tummy. I mean, my stomach is just like um, a bouncy castle. <laughs> it's just like one minute, it's like really springy, and then it's all deflated and flat, a bit wrinkly after the kids, but, you know, deflated. And then it will go up again. And you're like, it's trying to find out what foods... And if you do the, the food map as well, you can't have garlic, celery, all these wonderful food. I'm a foodie, I love food, and that was quite restrictive. So <clears throat> going to see Ian helped me understand what was going on with my stomach and the bacteria in my stomach. And now I can pretty much keep a sort of level heartbeat on it rather than it being so up and down, up and down. As well as, the, how long ago was this, by the way? I sorted it out a couple of years ago now. So... Was it the sort of thing that you'd wake up and if, you're, if you were bloated or if you were uncomfortable, that was the day almost like, not ruined, but it, it informed how the day went. Do you feel now that by sorting that out, every day can start off as a good day because that's not holding you back? Let me just hold me back. It's just really annoying and uncomfortable. And obviously if I wanted to wear little dresses or like fitted tops, I would just have this like pregnant belly. And it was just horrible. And I just, you know, yeah, I just felt uncomfortable. Um, but then I would just sort of like put it to the back of my head. But no, if I know, if I take them, then I know that I'm sort of halfway there. And if I don't take them, then, um, it, you know, it's, it's not great. But there's so much science now, as you'll probably know, interviewing the people that you did about, you know, your gut being your second brain and how it affects your skin and how it affects your mood. And there's so much in that. I definitely, definitely believe in that. And also the pre and probiotics in terms of skincare, um, I think is fascinating. And a lot of people sort of poo-poo that. Um, but I really think now with this new science coming through, especially with brands like S, the South African brand, um, a couple of the products that I've tried throughout lockdown have been incredible. 
um, in terms of calming inflammation down on the skin and the kind of microbiome of the skin and how, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Like we are sort of constantly turning in our world of research and constantly learning new things. And people would say um, that probiotic is, you know, maybe a marketing gimmick. There's not enough of it. There's not enough science in it. A bit like CBD, which I also love. Um, but you know, when you try these things out for yourself and they do make a difference and there has to be something in it, doesn't it? Do you, have you tried any of the brand, any of the products from S? No, you told me to try, is it the serum or the oil? Yes, the oil. It's a protecting serum, but it's very much like an oil, but it does go on before the moisturizer and it's transformative. And, and the man who owns, I forget his surname, Kevin, the man who's the founder of S, um, is literally incredible and he is the opposite to someone like Dr Abaji who's about strip 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 so we're all about you know peeling 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 our skin not peeling but exfoliating you know probably renewing yeah. as well yes and he is the opposite to that and to the fact that he doesn't actually wash with any soap or he just washes with cold water so he's the opposite and he thinks that our skins are being way too uh, we are being too aggressive with our skins and we're disrupting the moisture bearing our skins and we need to feed and nurture them with. Interesting to have him on, actually. He's phenomenal. I've watched a couple of his TED Talks and various things that he's done and it's quite eye-opening and I reckon that'll be the future next year of, you know, moving forward in terms of skincare. Interesting. You will find it. I just find there's so much contradictory stuff out there and actually it's good to know about everything but when it comes to your own skin you really have to choose a lane so yeah like the clean beauty thing not for me I tend to think the majority of CBD is a real gimmick I'm not saying that there isn't something in CBD have you tried it have you tried it topically yeah or either in any way I have and it might just not be a good fit for me and I've tried to I've actually had a couple of conversations with people who are sort of quote unquote experts in CBD and it becomes none the wiser and that's where it and that's where I think it can be a bit of a problem because there are people out there saying these are CBD products and there aren't actually enough there is exactly as you were saying there aren't enough of the active ingredient in it to actually do anything but they're riding the wave of the trend and so it's been really difficult to find anything that kind of stands above it that says actually this is what it's all about yeah well for your listeners and for yourself i actually did um, a chat with the founder um kim smith of caloris um which is a brand that i found myself and then got in contact from the pr because i wanted to find out more about it and i'd done some work with justine jenkins lovely makeup artist good friend of mine on I my love channel justine. and she actually yeah she's actually she's actually studied it the our endocannabinoid system um, for two years actually because she's a real firm believer in CBD um, and a lot of the comments that came through on my channel were like there's no scientific research there's none of this which I totally I totally understand that there isn't and it's very much part of the wellness world rather than a medicinal world um, and I wanted to learn more about it and Caloris has a really really informative website that I've given so much information to educate people on the benefits of it and I dabbled in it and a couple of years ago I was like oh this is ridiculous now you've got a face wash with CBD now you've got a balm now you've got this like no it's just too much um but I didn't really understand that our endocannabinoid system consists all over our body so wherever you put it you will benefit from it I didn't even realize that again ignorance you know causes um 
people to question things rather than understand things. Um, now, and through lockdown, I have taken topical, and I've tried about four or five different brands. This is the one that I've settled on. Some are disgusting, some are really woody and ugh, horrible, which is so unpleasant, especially because you keep it under your tongue for a couple of, um, well, half, 30 seconds, something like that, so it can absorb. You want it to taste vaguely decent. But for me, it stopped me fidgeting, because I'm such a fidgeter, especially in bed. I don't fidget in bed anymore. Um, and um, it's just really calming. It doesn't send me to sleep. It doesn't make me feel stoned or out of this world or anything like that. I just feel like, oh. And that might be completely, you know, psychosomatic. But if it is, I'm all right with that. There is 100% something in it. I think for me, my kind of brain, I want somebody to show me the data to really, yes. really talk yes. me through it. And you're not alone with that. You're not alone with that. I just, my, the data that I have is, is how the people that I know use it. And she, Justin was saying that she gave it to a cat and she almost had cat had cancer. Gave it to a cat and the cat survived, you know, up to, you know, another year and much more comfort than he would have ever, ever done if she'd not given him the CBD, which is fascinating, oh, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, results are, you know, what you experience and it is not, obviously, you can't go to your doctor and ask about, you know, should you be taking CBD? So it's very difficult to kind of get that um, yeah. understanding, isn't it? And just going to try it for yourself if you feel a bit wobbly. But what I now do is if I'll maybe take it in the morning if I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed so i want to use the word anxious because i'm not particularly an anxious person i like to worry about things panic about things and <laughs> all the jobs that i need to complete by the end of the day are seemingly impossible i do get a bit Wah! and then i take that and i feel all right well there you go i think that's the thing i think if you test it out and it works for you then brilliant but it's um and i'm all for like i personally don't believe in crystals but if somebody wants to believe in crystals I'm not going to yeah. take that away from them because if that's what makes them feel good, it's just yeah. that with something like this podcast and getting an expert on, I want to be able to verify. But like, as you say, I have taken the sublingual CBD in the past. Adam Reed recommended one to me. I think it was love CBD. Right. And, um, I didn't, I don't see a, a diff. I get a similar feeling if I do like a Wim Hof breathing exercise or if I just literally do oh, 10 yes. minutes of, um, uh, deep breathing or follow a Dr. Weil breathing exercise. So for me, I'm just like, well, I'll do that instead because it tastes better. Yeah. And there's anything that works for you, isn't it? Yeah. I would love to do that. In lockdown, I wanted to do this. I can't remember the guy's name, but I was really drawn to him because he was the right sort of Essex lad. He sort of appealed to me. You might know who it is. Um, and he was offering these meditation courses. I thought, that would be great. And then on one walk, I was with a friend, yes, so it's only 200 quid and you can do it and you can learn and you can learn how to meditate and then we'll be fine. And I said, have you done it before? She said, yeah, and I've done it before. She said, the thing is, Karen, you just then have to do it every day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's the thing, isn't it? I'm not very good at keeping up a routine of things like that, but I want to learn how to do it. But I find I'd love to learn how to meditate, but I can't, I can't shut my mind down at all. Can you? It's not about shutting your mind down. It's about letting it still be whirring, but just removing yourself ever so slightly so you're not actually engaging with the thoughts. Because you that is skill. It's such a skill. And I'm not saying I'm any good at it, but I understand that that's where you've got to get to. I'm sure that people who've been doing it for years can actually, uh, in inverted commas, turn off their mind. But I think it's about 
not engaging with your thoughts. And if you are an overthinker like I am, or if you, uh, my brain is constantly whirring. And so in order so to try and quiet that is nigh on impossible. But what I can do is let it happen over there while I'm just concentrating on my breathing. Yeah. But it's not. Well, maybe that is the thing, isn't it? You're concentrating on your breathing, so you're less focused on your mind. Maybe I need to do the breathing thing then. That could be good. Honestly, I just, I've just, you can't see it in shock, but I've just been on the acupressure mat doing a Wim Hof breathing exercise before we spoke. I don't even know what Wim Hof is. Wim Hof is a guy. He's, uh, what do they call him, the Iceman? And he is, he's basically, he goes up into the mountains in sub zero temperatures in just like um, swimming trunks. And he just radiates heat and he does it all through breath work. And he's been injected with E. I think it was E. coli or something. Um, and he used breathing to basically overcome the infection. It, he's, he's a really interesting, really, really interesting guy. But he does these. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply one of your podcasts then i wish i've asked the question but um i haven't heard anything back yet but um there's a book that you read and you found out about him no my brother told me about him but he's got a youtube channel he's got an app all these breathing exercises and do you know davinia taylor she did his course and she did and he one of the things he does is uh cold water therapy so she did one of his courses moment yeah Cold water is like at the end of every shower, 30 seconds of cold water on your back is amazing. I mean, that will wake you up. I know, it's like, it's just really mean to yourself, isn't it? No, but when you turn turn the cold off, your body goes, whooshes you with heat. And so it's like the most amazing, invigorating feeling. But but we can ease our way towards that. Right, what's your next feel good habit? Well, I'm really proud of myself that I can now, there's two exercise things I'd like to share with you. Well, I want to share my first, um, okay, I'll start with yoga with Tim, and that's not my husband. (laughs) (laughs) So I love this guy, he's American, and it took me, it was a couple of years ago, I was on holiday, and I thought, I just want to find someone who can teach me how to do yoga on YouTube, but not to have this, hey, get on the mat, you're so good, love yourself, go girl, look, no, 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 it's too noisy. Just please be calm. Anyway, I trickled through lots of people and I found yoga with Tim. He's an ex-surfer. He's easy on the eye, but he's so calm. And his yoga routines are brilliant. And there's one particular one that I will send you because he does it on the beach. So it's Uh. all crashing waves. So 
throughout the lockdown time and when I need to kind of trans get myself away from my house um I put it on in my bedroom and I can just hear the waves crashing and it is so nice and it's just half an hour it's just an amazing stretch he has been amazing and I've shared him with loads of people he does these sort of trips to Bali that maybe one day in sort of 10 years I'll be able to skip over there and do that live with him which would be really nice but he's yes, my please. top tip great calm yoga um and I can now run a 5k which is awesome and I can run, run a 5k hungover and tired which is also a massive achievement because I just do it I know I can do it and I just do it they my husband and kids say that I'm a bit like a cart horse a plodding cart horse but you know I can stick two fingers up to them whatever at least I'm doing it and I just run around the common and I do it and that has been brilliant because I can do it and I've never been able to do that before, really. Or I've done it and I've tried to do it really, really fast. It takes me about, th I think, 33 minutes is my fastest. So that's you can not, see that's, that's nothing to be sniffed at at all. No, I'm proud of myself for doing that. So that has kept me sane, definitely, if I can do that. And especially if I've had a few drinks the night before and I've done a run. I am loving life. I'm so proud of myself. I'm doing it all. I'm there winning it all. There is something really annoying about working out on a hangover and actually it doing and doing it okay and thinking, oh gosh, <laughs> it's sort of the weirdest feeling of I shouldn't be able to do this now, but I can. I'm sure whenever I've done it, it's been because I've still been slightly drunk. What I do need help with is a really great sports bra. I cannot find one because I've got big boobs. I think we were, were we the same size before? I can't remember. Not, not now, obviously, with your little perky fashion boobs. But <laughs> I, someone, someone please show me a really, really good sports bra. That's I have because they scroll. Can I tell you something? Not long before I had the reduction, I actually decided to, I was like, I decided to spend money on a really good sports bra. And because all of them are rub majority of them are rubbish. And so you spend all this money and they don't actually do the job. And I bought it and I, uh, it's the Panache one. And that's the one I've got. Yes. Is it underwired though? You can get yours underwired. You can get them wired, you can get them unwired. But Panache is really good. Freya do a really good one. Right. Okay. Um, I'm just going to try look ones. They're quite bulky to put on, though. I feel like I'm putting on, like, a structure when I need it, but... Do you know what? That's the thing I think people don't realise, is when you have big boobs, and mine were very heavy as well, it wasn't like they were perky, they were very heavy, so they needed to be really lifted and supported. And I, I was thinking this the other day, actually, because I just bought some new gym kit this morning, some bright red gym kit to perk up my morning. And you must love buying new gym kit with new boobs. I mean, you must feel brilliant. It's completely changed everything, as, as I'm sure listeners are now bored of hearing. But um, I can remember there would be times when I would think about going for a run before I had the reduction or getting, just getting to go and do a workout. And the thing that would stop me doing it or the thing that would be the, the, the first mental barrier would be the getting into the sports bra. Because you're right, they have to be very, very tight. You can't... Have, you can't add five inches they have to be tight around the middle so it like as soon as you put it on it's yeah, like you can't really breathe the same way rash. I oh I, I will show you pictures I had pigmentation all around here really dark brown pigmentation from where I'd worn bras for years that had to be tight in order to hold up my big boobs yes it's gone down a lot now but it's still there I don't know if it'll uh, ever go 
Yep, you can show me pictures. I'm very happy to look at them. <laughs> when we go on our walk, I'll just lift up my top. Look at this, okay. Caroline. <laughs> so, well, that's really good. And was all of that, all of the yoga and the running, was that all something you discovered in lockdown? Yeah, yoga with Tim, I've all, well, I love, I used to do loads of Bikram yoga, um, which obviously I haven't been back to. Love a bit of Bikram. I felt that it completely changed all my bodily fluids. And I was completely, like I've been through a hot wash, you know, like a 90 degree hot wash. Like, oh, I feel really cleansed and ready for action, but also really tired. <laughs> so I love that. Really love, because I'm sort of quite, I wouldn't say that I'm manic, but I'm quite a busy board. It's just quite nice to calm me down. So that was brilliant. So I haven't done that for ages. So then I did more of the yoga with Tim. And then the running, I think, just started in fear of being locked down. I was like, oh, quickly, quickly, quickly. And we're going away from this situation. <laughs> exactly. And I thought, no. And I just thought, and I was so cross with myself that I couldn't run. And there was no power in my legs. And I was just furious. I was like, I will do this. I will do this. Rather than maybe doing like the sofa to 5K or whatever it's called. I was just like, no, I will do this. And so it took at least eight or nine times to actually run around without stopping. I wish I could be addicted to exercise, Emma. I wish I could get that. I wish I could be one of those people because I love food and I love wine and I love gin and everything else. <laughs> so I have to have something else in order to make myself, you know, be balanced. But I just wish I could be addicted to exercise. And I, and I, and I like doing it when I've done it, but I'm never like addicted. It has to be something that I have to make sure that I do. Otherwise, I won't. I'll always find an excuse not to do it. Although I'm obviously very happy. No one regrets it when they do anything to that. You never have regret of doing it. It's just getting there. But I wish I could be a little bit more into it than I am. Well, it sounds like so you're doing proud. really, really well. Um, so where are we? Where Number are four? we? Number four. Oh, well, I love a bath. But then who doesn't really love a bath? <laughs> There are two products, and but I have quite a quick bath. I have about a fifteen-minute bath. I don't know. And how a little bit. So, I, but I love my biggest, my biggest decadent moment is to have a bath in the day. Oh, <laughs> and if I could have a bath about three p.m. on a Saturday, I am again loving life because it feels that I shouldn't be doing that. You know, I should be going to Sainsbury's and stacking up the fridge or doing some hoovering or kid stuff. No, having a bath. Yeah, so 3 p.m. bath, fabulous. And there are two products that I use that my, I've got like a, my bedroom, then like a little cupboard, and then a bath and toilet at the end. So it's sort of all intertwined. And these two products literally engulf my whole bedroom and mostly my house with this wonderful, wonderful fragrance. I don't know what it is. It's just lovely spa-like. Um, Olverum bath oil, which is awesome. Have you ever tried it before? Mm -hmm. no, um, it's amazing amazing natural bath oil and it you only need the smallest amount um, and it just literally diffuses into the whole of the house and it feels so decadent my kids don't feel the same they're like what's that stink but I'm like, no, just please leave me alone 20 minutes just 20 minutes and then the other one is the bath crystals by Demamiel altitude oil and altitude oil is um one of her best-selling, I don't know if it's her best-selling product actually, but she's won loads of awards for it, but I use it every day. I guess that's a good feel, another good feel-good survival What's tactic. Do? Adam Reid told me about that one when he came on the show. What does the altitude oil do? 
Um, Alta Dudonel, um, Demami Elle's mix. I've got it here, actually. I've got literally them everywhere. Um, and it's just her blend. And it, she basically created it because she was traveling a lot, Annie herself. And it, what's in this mix, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert because I'm not, but wards off bacteria. So she would use this before she was going on a flight somewhere. And she would just drip it all around her, put it everywhere. And she would just kind of engulf herself in this lovely aromatherapy um, bubble, I suppose. Anyway, for me, when I inhale this, and I always, before I make someone up, I always have it on my wrist just basically calms them down and we're all just loving this kind of zone. Um, it's just really powerful, Emma, when you, just, when you inhale it, it just roots you. And I'm, I think that's probably what I'm trying to do every day is root myself, just mm. make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm rooted. And I feel that, um, I think I just said to a friend the other day, I was like, oh, you're like one of those sort of autumnal trees blowing away in the wind. She's like, it's exactly what I feel like. You know, you're sort of wafting around and you can't get your balance. So it's nice to be rooted. What, this is brilliant and I absolutely love it. Anyway, it is the same blend, but in bath crystals. Ah. In the so Olverum and Alcudol are the two things that I have in my bath and they are truly decadent and gorgeous and wonderful. And you have to try both and please let me know which one you like the most. I've heard so many good things about the Demamiol stuff, but I've just never tried it. So I will you need to that right. You need to interview Annie. She is incredible. She's also a very special human being. And she has transformed lots of people's lives, very famous people's lives, who she won't divulge. Um, because she's incredibly modest and very private. Um, but she has, she has a very special gift of, of energy. Um, and she's able to rebalance people in a way that you've, you've no idea. I went to see her a couple of times and weirdly it was a sort of a space of six months between each treatment because um, I'd got in contact with her because I think she's incredible and what she does and how she mixes her blends etc and, and I had an argument with Tim or I'd done something or I was really like wobbly and I just left and I was like wow I've never experienced this in my entire life so get Annie on the show because you will love her you really will she's very special you need to share her okay interesting i will have a look i need to try the bath crystals for sure the oil for sure right where are we going next we've had a bath we've had a run we've had a bath now what <laughs> well then obviously i'll have a glass of wine <laughs> ah good what we've done actually now before actually when lockdown happened we were obviously drinking most evenings because there was no reason to get up um <sighs> and then we decided no this is going down a bad road so we're quite good now I'll restrict that just a weekend so Monday to Thursday no because it's too easy it's too easy Emma for me to have a glass of wine I can't it's like Pringles if I have a glass of wine then I can easily end up having a bottle so we don't do that and that's so much better actually a feel good habit is structure talking about that really having structure and having to get up at a certain point it's great when the kids are at school when they weren't at school that's really hard but actually it's really important to have that so once we've gotten used to that the way that we could save ourselves as a family was just to have a little bit of structure, just getting up earlier and maybe not going to bed so late so that when you had the weekend, even though you were still in, it was still like, whoop, whoop, Friday, have a glass of wine, feel like it was, you know, there was a change in energy and that has, structure has never, ever been more important and being aware of that structure because it's just so easy just to go and get deflated and just think, oh, you know, a bit like how we both felt this morning, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's a, I think sleep hygiene has been really important, getting up and going to bed at the same time. And if I find myself snoozing my alarm, I'm like, okay, that's a slip. And I know that if I just make sure that I get up with my alarm the next morning, everything will sort of reset and feel better. It's so hard to be disciplined, isn't it, all the time? It's just, I feel like I'm having to sort of keep on top of myself in order to stay on top. Do you know what I mean? You must yeah. uh, must get up at some point, must do the exercise, must drink more water, must drink less wine, must d- 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 just to kind of keep afloat. It's but exhausting, think, isn't it? But I do think that when you realise what the benefit is, it's it doesn't feel chore-like, or it doesn't to me. Like yeah. on Friday morning, I, I had a glass of wine for the first time in ages last Thursday night, and I woke up on Friday and I I had two glasses of red wine and I had a terrible hangover. It was like the first time I'd had a drink oh, in about six wow. weeks. And so I thought, well, I just won't work out then. I'll just have a, make myself a coffee and I'll sit and watch TV for a bit. And that's okay. Um, but I won't do that again. <laughs> well, why would you? I don't really get hangovers. I'm quite lucky. Unless obviously I've gone mental. But I usually wake up quite fine. But no, if you end up waking up like that after two glasses, that takes all the well, joy out. Well, you know what it is? I woke up at three o'clock in the morning unable to breathe because I have every now and again, it doesn't happen every time with, with wine though, I will have this almost like allergic reaction where I just get completely bunged up. I start sneezing. I'm obviously allergic to something. Wow. So I should basically stop drinking wine. But every now and again, a glass of red wine is just lovely. And then sometimes it doesn't happen. Oh, that is interesting, yeah. Mm. Does it happen when you go on holiday? Because I was speaking to a friend, and she's like, never ever drink wine that's not corked, because when you go away and you drink the local wine, you can pretty much, you know, get rid of a bottle of night and feel fine the next day because it's local. But when they're coming over, when the big barrels of wine are kind of coming over, it's all full of loads of preservatives, etc. And then they fill up the bottles and then they screw top it and then you get it. It's not quite as clean as lovely natural oh. wine. I don't know whether I'm talking absolute rubbish, but this is what this person was telling me. And that made complete sense. So just drink local wine that is corked and you may not get such a stinking hangover. Oh, this is an interesting one. I'm definitely going to make a note of that. Right. Oh, I hope I'm not pulling fibs. I'm sorry if I am fibbing and your, your viewers <laughs> are like, what is she talking about? <laughs> right, come on then. What have we got? Is this your last one? These have been um, great, Caroline. I seem to be chucking loads out. Um, I love it. My, um, uh, my mum and my life have taught me to be grateful and I don't want this to sound really kind of new agey because it's not. My mum is my amazing mentor. She is the most balanced human being, kindest human being that I've ever come across. And whenever I start going, because she said this, and you're she's like, well, maybe we should look at it like this. It's really annoying because she's obviously always right. And in my 30s, I had my three babies, but I also lost, well, I've lost four young friends, five including my dad. I've lost a lot of people who are very young in my life, which was horrendous going through that. But what that has done on the other side of that is make me, makes me feel very grateful for everything that I have. So I've worked on a lot of that. And whenever I start to feel wobbly, I start pulling from that and start thinking, no, I'm lucky because of this and I'm lucky because of that. And that kind of self-mentoring has saved me getting out of lots of tricky situations. And it is a great balancer for me. 
So yeah, that is a feel good factor for me. Is it feel good factor? I've really lost. <laughs> What's the show called again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will take. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not doing justice. Am I? <laughs> it's a no from me. I feel, I feel like the X factor. I'm sorry, your feel good habits. You know, you're obviously very talented, but <laughs> good habits. Yeah, exactly. And that does turn a situation that could be quite negative, or you could conjure up something to be quite negative. Like I say, I would like to worry about things and checking that everyone's all right. And have I said this? And have I done that? But to be grateful about things in life that are very simple has saved me and made me into a better person definitely and I would not want to have lost any of the people that I've lost to receive this gift which I think it is a gift because I try and like you say oh you're so positive Caroline you're so this Caroline but yes but I just try and be like that because that's just how I've sort of taught myself to be because yeah Sorry, I think I'm going to get emotional now I don't want to get emotional no, I'm ridiculous. feeling it so I'm going to talk about I, I can oh. feel it because I'm feeling it too but I feel like Jules von Hepp is a really good example of this, of somebody who's worked very, very hard to welcome in positivity and shut out negativity. And it sounds like you've done the same thing. He's got his reasons and you've obviously had circumstances that happened where it would be very easy to get sucked under by the negativity. And instead it's yeah. like you're finding the beam of light and you're running towards that. Yeah, and it's just more powerful to be happy for people. Like I'm not competitive or jealous of people in, in any way shape or form I'm just celebrate other people and there definitely was a time in my life when you know especially when I was younger and you know trying to struggle to find my place in my career and what I was going to do and how I was going to do it that I was like oh I want to be doing that and I want to be doing that or oh you know they've got engaged or they've had a baby or oh, no don't care about any of that anymore I just I'm happy for you doing your thing and this is how I'm doing my thing and it's a long race, Emma, isn't it? Life is a long race. For the moment that we're here, it's a long race. And sometimes you're winning and sometimes you're losing. And I know these are all, you know, cliches, but it's, there's such true cliches that, you know, resonate with me because it just stops me from spinning out of control mm. and just being there and happy for the small things. That's we'll lovely. <laughs> No, that's lovely. And I feel I like... Really, I really wish I was with you. I feel like now I'm getting the touching thing. Not I to... know. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like I'm squeezing your boobs. No, what did you um... call them? My perky fashion tips. <laughs> fashion boobs. Oh, I love fashion boobs. You know, you can do that whole Kate Moss thing where you can wear like cool t-shirt, blazer, and you look fabulous. Like if I wear a t-shirt or blazer, I'm just like, bumpy Himalayas but now you can be cool and fashionable with your little boobies brilliant show them off <laughs> how, I don't how do you show off your cleavage more now than you ever used to no no um I've always no but I can wear a t-shirt in a way that I couldn't before I always used to have to you could wear a t-shirt but you'd have to it would have to be cut a certain way or so that it didn't look frumpy everything as yeah. you know when you've got big boobs you can you you walk a fine line with frumpiness at all times. All times, yeah. Literally, that's it, why I'm so glad these zooms cut my boobs off above my nipple because I look all right below the nipple. Forget it. It's like Pat Bencher. Woohoo! But it's and interesting. Any photo, you yeah, just look about ten times heavier. 
Yeah, I I don't actually have that many photographs of pre the operation because I always used to literally shout at photographers from the neck up, <laughs> like something like, <laughs> used to be so aggressive about it. But um, I know a few people who've had reductions, and all of all of them say it's the way that it obviously it it is life changing. And I was talking to my uh, their surgeon, Doctor Subio, in America, and he's like, it's the, one of the number one satisfaction guarantee procedures. It's life changing. People are just after they have it, it transforms them. And it, it, one of the most significant things is just the way you dress. The way, the way things look, and it makes me realize actually, it's so unfair. It makes me realize how fashion is so cruel, how things are cut for a certain shape and how yeah. since the reduction I've lost weight and you just realize, God, the fashion industry does really make it hard because clothes do fit better when you are smaller. When you're less curvy, when you're, yeah. when you're coming with all your curves, it's a whole different ball game. I think that's why I tend to dress a little bit more, not really androgynous, but a bit more tomboy than I do girly because I've got such a girly figure, you know, bum, waist, boobs, and that's yeah. fine, you know, that's who I am. But yeah, to be kind of cool and fabulous doesn't <laughs> equal that body shape. So I do try and sort of soften it by being a little bit more tomboyish and I was going to say rock star. That's no, just no. <laughs> It's funny you say that. All of the people I know who have big boobs, whether they've had a reduction or they haven't, they say that there is a decision that you make about how you dress. And it's do you dress for the body and do you amp up your femininity or do you try to disguise it? And I was definitely from the school of I didn't want to walk around looking voluptuous. So I would dress yeah. in a way that would hide it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I like getting out and sometimes I like putting <laughs> my pop button up. <laughs> oh, I could talk about boobs all day. Yeah, yes. maybe we'll do another podcast just exclusively on boobs. Well, these have been excellent feel-good habits. I feel like we've been on a journey, an emotional one, a spiritual one. It's been lovely. We nearly went. We nearly turned the taps on, but we pulled it back. Well done. I could feel it. And so I was like, how can I navigate away from tears? <laughs> <laughs> when I see you, we'll have a good sob in a, in a bush somewhere. <laughs> A joyful song. We'll go to a park and we'll have a happy cry about things that we're grateful for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're oh, so getting arrested. I hope that it's been vaguely interesting. I mean, oh, you know, I always love talking to you. Listeners, all of the links to everything that Caroline has mentioned will be in the show notes, as will the links to Caroline's social media, her YouTube channel. You don't want to miss out on Speed Beauty because it really is a wonderful, wonderful space to learn about makeup, to learn about techniques, how to make yourself look and feel better. It's a really wonderful channel. And I know that you put your heart and soul into it, which is obviously evident. Um, but Caroline, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, my darling. Thanks for asking me twice. I'll have to make it a trio hat trick next time. Yep, that's gonna happen.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.